Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey y'all! Howdy, howdy! Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's Jazz, forty ounce connoisseur, and it's Cat Daddy. And I have finally seen Squid Games. Yeah, woohoo! I am so excited. Also, I would just like to quickly interject as I pr- walk in. Excuse me. Yes, um, <laughs> but no, really. We so we know that it is Squid Game, but we will say Squid Games. And honestly, it need to be called as it needs to be called Squid Games anyways like i understand there's a squid game but this was a series of games all right that's all i had to say yes giving very much saw escape room alice in borderland wrapped in one but just their own kind of still its own story it also is just really touching on capitalism the way capitalism is set up i classism i so this is streaming on netflix we both highly recommend it. I feel like at this point, this is my third watch because I have now <laughs> watched it uh, pretty much a third time. And it's still fucking good. Like, you know how you watch something and it ends quicker than you thought. You're like, oh, shit, I'm at the last episode already. Oh, fuck. All right. Damn. I feel like that about Yellow Jackets. I was like, oh, shit, I'm at the last episode already. All right. Damn. I'm crying. How many times have you watched Yellow Jackets now? I well, I think I only did it twice. But the second okay. time I watched it, I watched it in a day. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to. Oh. That's me in a series that we're going to cover real soon when you listen to this. Well, yes. I I didn't feel that way about this series that Kathleen is talking about. I'm cracking up. Mm. I just be watching TV, bro. Well, at that time. But um, yes, Squid Game. It is a show. It is cre- uh, was created, still is created, because there's a new season coming. Yes. So the first season has nine episodes for those who have not seen it. Shout out to you. Um, just want to say that I'm very proud of myself because I successfully um, evaded all spoilers. I had no idea what this entire fucking show was about at all until I watched it for the show. I'm very excited. And I don't know how the hell I did it for that long, but I did it. So here we are. But yes, the show is created by Huang Dong Hyuk. And also written by the same person. And if you're into like ratings and all kinds of fun jazz things, oh, the show is on Netflix. So for if you have not seen the show, or if you just forgot where it was streaming, it's available on Netflix. Season one right now, season two is coming out soon. 
the date has not dropped, but you know, obviously keep your eyes and ears to the streets because we could be like, you know, you're going to find out all kinds of things. But if you're into scores and all that jazz, it's uh, an IMDb score of eight out of 10 and a 95% for Rotten Tomato. Okay. Sounds about right. You know, I, hey, I have no, no questions and no, no qualms about that. So, you know, Mm-mm. that's, yep. yeah, that's right in the ballpark. It's about an eight, nine. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going for a nine, like maybe a nine. And then for Alice, for me, Alice Borderline is like a nine point. It's, it, I don't know. I, it's nearly a perfect show. And they're both on Netflix, by the way. They're both there. So if you like Squid Game and you've already seen it, you will probably like Alice Borderline. I know I keep repeating this, but I just, it, I need y'all to watch this. Watch Channel Zero also. Chaz is looking at me for one of these messages, but yes, watch Channel Zero. Yes, me make a direct eye contact. Uh, but yes, it's a good time. We are going to spoil the fuck out of this, but if you want an idea, these people are playing these games, these childhood games for money, and they're dangerous. That's it. That's all you need to know. Watch it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Wow. Yes, we are going to spoil the fuck out of this. And, you know, because we're not about to go beat by beat. We are literally about to get our numbers and put our little match of sweatsuits on and be out here. And we are following um, Ji-hun for the most part. He in here living with his mama. And, you know, and, you know, if you live with your parents, all right. But he is specifically a shit. <laughs> I know shit happened to him. We learned he used to be a factory worker. They laid people off. They were strike. And he had failed businesses. He's in debt. We understand that. But he's also gambling his mama money. She, He's stealing from his mama, canceling insurance, doing all kinds of other shit Mm-mm. to do some wild shit. So, yes, some of the cards were stacked against him. But sometimes it's the moves you make with the cards. Because, mm-hmm. sir... You are literally walling. And then, of course, he was divorced from his wife, like, for three years. So she started a new family. And she's married, got a new son, everything, and got their custody of their child, clearly, because he doesn't have any money. And I know he probably feels some guilt, some shame, because he loves his daughter. But he just, he don't got it. But also, you betting it on the horses. So. Betting it away any chance you get. Like, I'm really just sitting up here thinking about how a lot of his issues and things come from the horses, the races, betting on all kinds of things. But then he also finds luck in that as well. He does. And then we find out about that like a little bit in. So when we're introduced to this character, Ji Hung is in the house, got his head down. He cutting up. You just thinking, oh man, he cooling. I don't really know. Maybe it's his day off. Maybe he's just slacking. You don't really know what the fuck going on. He's trying to mind our business. And so we pull up though. We get to know this character. And so we find out that it's someone's birthday and his mom is clearly fed up. She's tired. And she physically looks tired, too. And what he does is um, she gives him money. And she's like, you know, she just wants some fried chicken. So in my mind, immediately, I'm thinking, okay, so this character feels like off bat somebody that needs a friendly reminder. Let's see where this goes. And so we're watching this character. Um, excuse me, y'all. I'm dealing with all kind of sinus things. That I call I call it whooping my ass. I'm just like, y'all know I'm going to take a lot of deep sides. Like, listen, I'm trying to breathe this. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> okay, so my man's is walking through. He's out here. He's getting the stuff. And I'm thinking he's cooling. No, he's scamming. Taking money from his mom's. He's taking her car. He goes to the ATM with his partner. You think his, his partner, like, this is what they're doing. They're going to the ATM, taking them other money. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. Like, this is not a good look for you, for you to go gamble. Like, and then on top of that, you had the nerve to hit on your mother money. I was just sick. Hit on your mother money, but clearly life is whooping in your ass because you got your money robbed. 
After you fell down, you got tripped up. Oh, no, I fell. But you wasn't even being careful. Like, I hate when people don't put their money in secure places. They just be, you know, they thinking it's secure, but they not, like, also coming from a place of trauma. Like, also from a place of experience. It's very easy for you to lose money and to misplace things. I know there are people who do a really good job at, like, keeping things together. But I actually am a person, like, growing up, I used to lose stuff a lot or forget my belongings a lot. Like, my grandma would buy, like, Really nice stuff for us. And we weren't like the richest family or whatever. But, you know, you would get real nice things. And, girl, I'd be having a good old fucking time on the playground. I'd be at after school like, yeah, I'm jumping off the swing. I'm flying. And then, you know, I get in the car and go home because my mama didn't got me. But then I realized this really nice purse. I thought I came to school with a purse today. I'm the kids in school would be upset about. I would Bruh. be like, <laughs> like how you leave like, your entire hoodie? You in here? You left a telfie in the, in the classroom? What the you, hell? You lost a coat, a whole a coat. coat. What happened to it? I've had kids lose shoes. How the fuck you lose shoes? You switch shoes, bro, and now your whole shoe is gone. I has underwear. Okay, I I lost a Calvin Klein suit. At school, I left. I pulled to use my locker once. That's why I never used to use my locker because I would forget things in the locker. So I put everything in my book bag and carried a heavy ass book bag. I put the suit in because they had to do a presentation and we had to dress apart. So, you know, Puckett got me this motherfucking uh, cop class suit from like Marshall's or TJ Max Sub Bowl sale. So I don't, I don't put it, I don't put it in the damn um, locker, forget all about it. It's been weeks and months. I forgot about it and I realized it once I was in college. Like, I had a suit. I wonder what happened. Put it in the locker and never took it out. Years later, went upstairs and never came back. <laughs> Somebody opened that locker. And was like, "Ooh, it's a suit in here." Yes, sisterhood of the traveling suit. Yes, some new outfits, new journeys, new adventures. Um, yes, I say all that to say, you know, niggas be wildin'. And so this dude was really out here. He gets up, he has to come up, but he just can't win. And you realize that, you know. He also has a problem. Definitely needs to contact 1-800-GAMBLING. Because now he's in the train station getting slapped up, playing childhood games by none and less my dog from Train of Busan. And I'm just like, you know what? Immediately, theory hat on. I look at my partner and I'm like, okay, so Squid Games took place first, clearly. Because now that I know that this is part of a bigger organization, like the Meek and Nose Bros from the, uh, from the whatchamacallit movie with the, with the escape rooms, this is the company he actually works for. So when we meet him in Train to Busan, trigger, uh, not trigger warning, trigger warning for all the stuff that happens in Train to Busan and Soul Station. Just to let y'all know that. But, oh God. spoiler alert on all this shit. Okay, so we see the character, Jin Hyung. He's gotten to the point now. He's in the train station. He's getting slapped up. If you throw in this uh, piece of paper at the ground, it's a real thick piece of paper. Like if you're trying to play um, like foosball or whatever, like a finger fo- a table football or whatever, all that jazz. And so you have to make the paper, like, hit it hard enough, it pops and flips over. Kind of like if you do, kind of like the same kind of concept with when you're throwing the ball at the milk cartons at at the carnival, you have to erase them all off the table. So you have to basically, like, okay, make it completely puke, do what you think it's not gonna do. And so the guy, Jin Hyun, cannot make the shit pop. Like, he's like, damn it, and he's getting slapped up. Slap the fuck up in the train station. And I was just like, you know what? I know people are down bad. But I promise you, because, you know, I don't know what everybody else be doing. But there be moments where I be watching shows and movies like, Kathleen, would this apply to you, bitch? 
me to myself, no. <laughs> it definitely would not. That's exactly what's happening. First of all, you're not slapping me. Sentence. You're not slapping me in the train station for no money. Girl, I will do some shit for some money because we all have, you You know, you never know what the fuck about to happen to you. Because I know people like, girl, I would never, never say never, hope. Survival. Listen, just like Brandy, never say never, bitch, because Wonderful I hour. mean, if, if it came to me getting kicked out of my home or something, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think, like, would I get slapped? Because I'm like, I'm not about to get evicted, though. No, you're not. I, I probably... Also, want to bet the money on horses, so there's that. And he got to use it. He got to get a gift. It's a gun lighter. It's it's a lot. You see his relationship with his daughter, and Ugh. you realize that well, she doesn't tell him, but he realized she's about to move to America. The family is moving. Fuck you. You broke. You know you can't travel over there to see them. The mom's like she's looking for Korea. She's looking for all about you. You're gonna mm-hmm. be a stranger to her. Do you are you cool with this? And he's not because after he got slapped up, he got that fucking card. And he's like, yeah, you want to play some more games like this? He's probably like, bro, I ain't playing them fucking games. That sounds crazy. And then he's like, no, I might need to play some games. He got humbled real fast. The PlayStation, bitch, I I was like, no, dead ass, bitch. I'm going to log in and play a little Fallout. Uh, but As you should. But I just, he decides, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It's a lot happening. You find out a lot about him. Just in this episode. Like, yeah, he be doing some fuck shit, but his life is going down the toilet and you can empathize with some of the shit, like some of the loss he's feeling at least. And just the idea of the crushing debt and not having no money. And you watch other motherfuckers have endless simoleons. And even when their businesses fail and fucked up shit happen, they still have endless simoleons. Okay? And they could do whatever. This show... Okay. This show really had me thinking like shit. Like, I was thinking like shit, but also I was like, all right, well, none of this shocks me. Even down to the colorism in the show and racism. Poor Ali. I I am so angry. (laughs) Every time I think about this, I'm just like, (laughs) JK, are you like, no, I don't really know. So um, this first episode, Red Light, Green Light, we also get a taste of what each game um, is like during this Squid Game situation because, you know, Jin Hyun is not the same person. Jin Hyun, excuse me, is not the same person, not the only person that pulls up to the scene. Like, we get to introduce to a whole slew of her people. Like, this character is actually number what, 456? He's um, the last person. He's the last yeah. one, which makes it interesting where we meet Il Nam, the old man who's player one. It, it is symbolic because, of course, he's player fucking one once you realize what happens at the very fucking end. But yeah, it's 456 players in total. Okay, and they and that everybody's in debt because they got they got that beautiful bean footage to everybody. Everybody was caught in 4K getting slapped up in the fucking metro station. Okay, couldn't be me. I you owe this you, much money. You would never. But we meet several people, and you meet um, because of course, Jihan has a childhood friend who they all talk about. Like Sang Woo is like, oh, you got to do the first, you big business, you popping, and you realize his ass is there because the mama keeps like, I don't know where he is. His ass is there. He's like Sang Woo, and then you realize he, he was like, oh, you owe money. You are in big debt. This is oh, so this is why you not showing your face, and you was also getting slapped up in the train station. Along with everybody else who owes billions, millions of of money, like I, endless simoleons. Mm 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 mm. So they find out they get to this situation. They're like, okay, guys, you put these super cool jumpsuits on. I personally think the jumpsuits are fire. Um, they're really nice suit, little track suits. They're green. 
They have a number on it. It's really flattering. Um, I wish it was like a velour, but that's a whole nother conversation for another day. And so they make it out into this big giant field and it looks like, you know, the open sandy part of a playground. And there is a character that's kind of dressed up like a young person. Um, and she's in the front, you know, saying you hear the voice saying all the rules and they're going to play a game of red light, green light, which is so fucking fun. Right? Yeah, but until it's not. So they come in and if you, you know, usually in red light, green light, for those who are not familiar and for those who need a little walking down the road, basically you turn around, the person goes either like one, two, three, red light or green light, red light. And just however the way they indicate the light is on, the light is off. Stop, go, bitch, stop, go. So when they turn around and they hit that red light and if you still moving, usually you get sent to the back. In this game, they they sniping you. Pop, they start seeing the people getting shot. Because at first they're like, yeah, I got this. It's red light, green light. And someone moves and the eyes are like scanning. Like it's a scanner. It's a computer in there. The AI is working in hard time. And I felt like, honestly, people were, there were definitely scenes where people were like, of course, scared and traumatized. So they were running, pushing other people down. People getting shot up for reasons they shouldn't have got shot up. It was really fucked up. But I also feel like, there's a time where like people were not, they didn't look like they was moving to me. Obviously I'm not a computer. I'm not, I don't have sensors in my eyeballs, but I was really like, these people are sitting, they're standing still. Did you see something I ain't see? I don't know. This Listen, one, I don't, I don't, like green light is a good time, but it, if they you, take out over half of the people, it's 456 they people. They take out like 200 some people. You, you move, you cough, you hide behind saying, what was a cheater off rip? Because he's like, you're going to die if you stay still. I am, that means he already trained to go. He already like, you know what, motherfuckers dying. I'm still playing this game. Because some, yeah, some people had that attitude like, oh, people die. I'm still going to play this game. Other people were running and getting literally shot, popped in the back like Ricky. I don't, they were just falling down on top of each other. I was like, oh my gosh. And then even if you didn't run, if you get knocked over by someone, trampled, like, you know, somebody else fuck you up even um jihan almost fall ali saved his life by holding his ass strong as a bitch like literally holding him in place so that he doesn't fall and then when it starts he can run again and they make it to the end but everybody going down and this is like the like a turning point in the show for you as the viewer and definitely for the characters because they're realizing oh this is definitely not for play play this is some real live fox five shit we really have to go through some old bullshit for this money. And then it really makes you think, how low will you go? Insert ludicrous music here. Like, that's literally what you finna do for the cash. Limbo. What you finna do for the cash? They about to do anything Get down and lay down. Not get down and lay down like beans. Okay, (laughs) but the people are shook at this point. They're like, hey, bitch, I didn't sign up for this. Some people are like, yeah, girl, but some people are like, no, girl. Like, and there is a clause because at this point, you know, you find out there's like three, pop, pop, pop. You could do A, you could do, you could be C. These are the three rules. They're kind of straightforward, but they're also kind of vague. And so they all vote to decide. And there's like a vote. Like, there's, you know, you see people pressing green for gas, let's go, red for no, no. So you see people say yay, you see people say nay. Um, it's really tight, it's a really close vote. Um, it comes down to number one, who decides to vote. Because at this point, we don't know this character's name. So we're just going to call him number one or player one. And he decides that he wants to end the games. Um, so all the people decide to go home. 
And that's what they choose to do. And so they have the choice now, instead of just going, oh, well, here's this thing, blah, blah, blah. You have the choice to decide whether you want to continue with the games or not. Do you want to go back to your life of poverty and stress and all these other wild things that are happening to you involving finances and then some? Because there's a whole bunch of wild shit with all these different characters we find out later. And so we see what their lives are like. We get to learn a little bit more about them, which was cool. Ultimately, a good chunk of the people, like... Damn near everyone decided by the end of episode two, episode three, I'm about to go back to the Squid Games, bitch. Like, it's a hard not life out here. I'm tired of being a brokey. I'm tired of these people calling my motherfucking phone, bitch. Bills, bills, bills. And I'm over it. Like, I cannot live like this. Um, You see that there's like a husband and wife character. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a whole lot of stuff going down. You realize that Jihun's mom uh, is sick. And she she got to get surgery. You realize that Sangwoo owes so much money, and he to put his mama house down as collateral. You see, realize that he find Jiyun uh, like uh, confronts his wife about them moving to America, and the dad's like, "Take this money, so and leave my family alone." What the fuck you mean, my family, bitch? Huh? Like all this shit is happening. So you know. All this stuff is happening, and they that's why they all come back. Everybody said, girl, I can't make it out here. Out here is way too much. Even the old man is like, I don't want to die out here. I'm going to die. I have a brain tumor. Like, I'm old. I've lived my life. I'm I'm going to die. Let me just get up out of here. Like, let me play the games. I'm about to have a good, a good time at the games. But they back for the second game. Now, at first, you're like, oh, man. The games are set up where that multiple people can win. They're not, they're like, you all could have made it. Well, maybe not all of you, but if y'all didn't flinch when those first couple people got shot, so many more of you would have been playing the second game where they got to get the shapes and they got to lick the candy out of here. But they got 10 minutes, they got like a needle and that's it. You got to get the candy out here. But if you break it, you are going to pay with your life. And you, all you have is one life. It, the, the game costs one money. You have one money. All you have is one life. I'm crying. Um, so they have four different shapes that they're given. It's a circle, a triangle, a star, and an umbrella. They don't tell the people, unless you are familiar with the game, right? You know what the fuck is that. But if not, they have all the shapes lined up on the wall and they're just like, hey, get in line in front of one of the shapes. And so I personally feel like if I did participate, because we already know I would not be here, I would have stood in the star line. And then when they would have opened that motherfucking tin, I really would have been like, today is my last day. I know it. Girl, what you mean I didn't sign up for one of the most hardest shapes? Like, if you got in the circle line, you're like, wow, this is, this is going to be great. It's still stressful. It's not the easiest task. Please understand. Because it's like this very fragile, sugar-like base kind of like, it's like a, it's like a, if you take little, like a circular dish type of situation and you have to perfectly get the shape on the inside out and you have to chip through everything else, but like, or whether it's like break it off or use the stick to like kind of cut it out like a cookie card, but it's still like, it's difficult. Like, <sighs> yeah, well, Sang, mm. Sangwoo knew what game it is and he still does not tell anybody. What's her name? Like Hanmi Young? I have to go down to her name. I like her, but also she gets on my nerves because she just talks so much. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm in here. I'm going to win. Oh, yeah, I'm about to lead up with the smartest person. But then when people don't pick her, uh, me, Neon. Yep, me, yep. Yep. But her mm-hmm. last name is Han. But yeah, she came through with like, bitch, um, listen, 
I'm about to come oh. through here with this lighter. And then she found um, Dexu, and it was like, oh, you here's a lighter you can win. Because she see it, he's strong, and she's trying to link up with his team. And she helped him win the game. And he link up, and she give up the coochie to him. Girl, when she was calling him babe, and then the way she was acting later, I was just... Now, I'm glad she got her gotcha bitch moment. I really like that. Because when um, kind of like a, a dodgeball situation happens, you know, when there's like an odd number. Um, because at this point, you find out there's other like plots and situations going on. Like, you know, when people die in these different game levels, there's there's uh the people who are in the pink jumpsuits. It's their job to come and they have different duties. Um, and based off of what kind of mask they have on, they have other stuff going on, too. So if there's a circle on your mask, you're usually doing like the handwork, like down on the ground. You the front line, nigga. Like, this is your job. You hear you on the front line, you, you know, you you making sure that you picking up the dead bodies, you're doing everything. If I think it's like if you got a star or a tri- if you got a triangle, you like the manager. You like you on the ground, you know, you sitting there, you you may be, you know, coming in later, making sure people picking up some shit, other stuff. If you got a square, you probably do something. They got a triangle. Girl, they all got different jobs. It's lots of people wearing many hats. Some of them are controlling the camera, some of them walking around. With with yappa, actually a lot of them walking around with the yappas. They have the yappas on the table at all discussions. It's a lot going on in this building, and the building looks like an MC Escher picture, anyways. So it's 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 a, literally a real life Fox Five puzzle. Very fun for the brain, but also confusing, and that's definitely on purpose. Um, some some doors literally lead to nowhere. We see later in the season, like when a character's trying to run away and they get really confused because some doors lead to like closets and the other are just like psycho boo boo bitch. Um, I might be the Winchester house, who knows? Like shit like that. Yes, yeah, definitely so, like that. Kind of childlike. Everything's kind of big, colorful. Even the outside of the playground, the shit open up and close or some bullshit. Like I, I it's how you got some secret fake ass trees. This is a lot. It most definitely is. I did like that it was interactive. Like they was outside and then they started getting rained on. And then one particular time and I said, oh, this is some real life. But when they felt that breeze on their skin and they kind of, and it, I, it definitely played with your brain a bit. Cause you're thinking you're in a dome like situation, especially because you look around and you realize, oh bitch, I'm in like a giant room full of bullshit this is definitely not what it is but then you feel that breeze and it's like oh i'm kind of back in reality like i'm not just in this place that exists somewhere on a blip on a map on earth but i'm actually recognizing like okay i can feel the breeze on my skin i can feel the sun on my head yeah this might fuck me up in this level though because it's really the sun and not like a dome but it feels good to know this is real life so Makes it real for you, but a lot of stuff is happening in the dome. Sorry, I started singing, but also, they, you know, the candy game happened. All this shit happened. They start limiting food, giving niggas one Girl. egg and a juice. They Somebody get beat to death. Now, you know, now it's prison. It's ours in here. Y'all can stab people up and start whooping people ass and all types of shit. And they do. They literally have the strobe lights, like... They're literally fighting and stabbing each other the fuck up. The old man is on top. And of course we said, yes. But again, we said, spoiler alert, the old man is on top. Like, stop, everybody. And at first you think it's heartfelt. But now in my mind, re-watching that shit going back, I feel like he's the person who's like signal to end the game. Like, okay, L, stop. I Uh think it was all the above. Mm. I think it was all the above. I definitely think he was scared. Not give it away too much. I definitely think he was scared. I definitely, I mean, because he had to walk around being pissy like that. Like, he was definitely had to pee-pee pants. Because at some points, his his dementia was kicking in. Like, for real. Not saying too much, because we know, for those who've seen it, like, you already know what the fuck going on. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, 
That nigga was playing games. Um, but at this point, we see more people, unfortunately, get um, taken out all throughout this giant playground. Um, we It's a fight breaking out at night. It's getting crunk. It's crazy. The whole, like, 20-something people die. I think it's like 26, 27 people get died. Uh, get died. <laughs> I crack up every time we did it. They get died. They I'm get so died. fucking weak. They get died. It is what it is. Um, so they get died. And about 20 some of them definitely had that thing handed to them. And it was crazy. Like, it was really crunk for no reason. They was getting stabbed up. And you're thinking at this point, not necessarily as a viewer, like, because you might be as a viewer. I don't know. I didn't. Personal experience. I was like, I knew it was about to be some bullshit. Watch. Um, But the players in the show and the characters, they're like, you know what? What's going on? Like, this is not okay. Like, what? why are y'all acting like this? And what's what's going to happen to these people? Money. And girl, the money just goes right into the giant pig that hovers over them. Held together by thoughts and dreams and sticky, sticky tape, bitch. Just hanging over them. It's looking real lifelike. And you see them shadowers drop in. Ma'am, please. It, I feel like there's a little mechanical pole thing situation holding it. Because that money's it might heavy. Be, but that the thing is heavy. Like yes. Yeah, every yeah. time somebody dies, there's more money into the pot. They don't even reveal the prize money until after the first game. That's why you got people voting when they see how much money you get from everybody dying and at this point they get more money from the people they stabbed up so it's like to you there's a there's already a price on your head there's a price on your chain right now because <laughs> you you're already worth money and it's gonna go to them if they can win the game so after they do that it's time to team up gang gang they team up and now we got the women on the team and we found out Dexter. he's like oh fuck you me on i'm about to you know what fuck you don't call me babe I would slap the fuck out you. You're not about to be on my team. Because he was getting information from the doctor who was helping to harvest organs. And Crazy. we have the side plot with, um, I think, is it uh, Jinho? Or Jin- the police officer. Because a spoiler alert, his brother Inho was... I believe yeah, it's so. Jinho. Jinho and Inho. So yep. Jinho was yep. in there. He's a police officer. And he's like, he the infiltrated shit. He got a suit on. He's in here. One of us is an imposter like his motherfucking Among Us. He that is in this bitch. He's dead ass an imposter. And he's not... He is here to steal the research, bitch. That is what he's doing. He's here to get y'all on candy camera. He got the camera in his sleeve and shit. He, he, he's getting y'all the fuck out of here. But he sees that this is happening. You learn about this zombie idea. There's a fucking... Mm-hmm. Uh, corpse they were having sex with the corpse you don't see it but they mention it disgusting um they get strung up yes they get strung up and everybody sees them like we're gonna keep it fair is this fair is this your idea of fair i don't really know i'm telling you this took place before training was on i mean i'm telling you this is taking place if you think about this taking place in the same universe wow holla at me girl holla at me i'm handing out tinfoil hats but this shit is crazy and so They talk a lot about fairness. I, and that's when after they take out the doctor and stuff and like how they want to make things fair and they do a lot of shit a little bit later. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, I don't like how when they eventually take out the doctor and of course the other people who are involved in the whole shaboop shaboop, of course, because you know, they're trying to find the, at this point, the policeman as well. But they hang them like a mobile in the middle of the MC Escher like stairway room. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Way to spread uh, spread a message. Just letting them know, like, I'm trying to install fear. Like, you will not interrupt with the process ever again. And I'm like, girl, this is real serious. It's giving hostile. It's definitely some sort of cult situation. It's always a cult involved. It's always some old bullshit. It's Money's definitely a cult. Some- 
Yep, it's definitely some old white pervy men and young pervy people too who are all tapped in on this shit. We find out that's what the fuck come later, especially when we get to that VIPs episode. Oh my god, I jumped ahead a little bit, but we get to this really pivotal episode. It's like episode six when it's called the the VIP the or no, it's episode no, seven. VIP is seven. Yeah, Gung Wu is um yeah your Gung Wu is seven. Is when they play episode six with the Marvels game, and it's seven mm-hmm. when VIP show up, mm-hmm. and it's getting real. It's getting real sticky in real here. In the okay, field. real in the field, but it's a bunch of you're right. It's a bunch of rich white men who are clearly so fucking it bored is. that they are betting on these people like horses, and you hear them refer to like as horses later on, like oh y'all are just horses, pretty much. It's just like sexual like, assault and ball. Yes, just like they can have what they feel like they can have whatever they want because they're so rich i could change your life like and they they was like i'll kill you they feel so powerful if you didn't have all that money you would not be talking so big like i don't uh uh-uh. no they would not they pussy with the cash used to mm, i like how they got handled the way or like that one person got handled because everybody else kind of just casually went home but we get to episode six and there's like like this pivotal point in the show right where we have number one and Gin Hu end up being partners. Because at this point, the game is, you know, at that we already discovered that the management knows that people were finding out stuff about the games. They're hot about it. They killed the people. Everybody been eliminated. So at this point, everyone is up on the chopping block. Whether you work for the Squid Games company, Squid Games LLC, whether you tap in and you work for them, or whether you are a player and participant in the actual activities. Everyone is up for grabs. I love it. It's giving Game of Thrones. Anybody can go at any time. Anybody can go because at this game, you cutting everybody in half. And you mm-hmm. hear a lot about before this where the old man has been with, oh, they've been teamed up since episode one. They've been linked up since episode one because they do tug of war. They all on the team. And the girl and the old man went with strategy and teamwork, gang, gang. You'll see that really great. But then after that, when they're like, all right, we about to do, you know, we about to link up and do the marble game. And that's where uh, we talk about Mi Young not getting picked. So her essay had to play. She was like, oh, no, please pick me. I'm good at all the games. Wonderful. And she's begging, begging everybody. And the new girl that they linked up with, uh, Sebayuk, Sebayuk is playing with her. And she lets her win because we get this sad story, her backstory about, you know, I think she's from North Korea and now they're in South Korea right now. And they are trying to, they were, I guess they were trying to cross the river. Like the father got killed and then the son is in, um, her brother is like in a um, children's home and she's trying to get Mm -hmm. him out. And she got, she had got the money and got robbed because she was like, she threw the hot tea on dude face. Like, do you understand? I will kill you. Like, give me my fucking money. I forgot old girl's name, but um, the one in question that we're talking about she played on um, All of Us Are Dead. We haven't talked about that yet on the show. Jess, have you seen that? No, but I keep uh, hearing oh. about it. I heard it's pretty pretty fun. It's a good time. You're going to want to fight the air at the choices that are made as per usual. Um, but we do learn a lot about those characters. And at this point, they're like, all right, cool. We went from picking who was the best people in this team. Like with a doctor, that's when everything went crazy with the tug of war stuff. And they wanted to put the strongest people in their team because, of course, they want to, you know, strategize and have strong people to yank the yank the people to their side um for this one they tell everybody pair up so of course in their mind they're probably like oh let me link up with more strong guys like they're trying to be fucking goku bitch they're like i just want to link up with all those good guys and do all those kind of things and so you find out that the person you're linked up with is actually the person that you're playing marbles against winner takes all bitch like if you lose you're eliminated wow that sucks and so oh girl we find out later 
that all of them went through all that bullshit. And because they didn't choose her, it was kind of like a, um, like I said, when you're playing dodgeball and they don't choose you and it's like a pity situation, like, oh man, it's that one guy left over. Well, they get to go back to the room and they live to see another day because their partner actually was scamming the entire system. And so they died. Um, so now you get a free day. I love that for you. And that didn't work for the other people because um, they lost man. marbles. And let's talk about Sang Woo again. Another strike. He literally tricks Ali because Ali is, you know, he's um, foreign. He's from Pakistan. His family lives in Pakistan. So there he he speaks the language. But, you know, of course, there's certain things he doesn't understand culturally. He doesn't know how to play these games. He didn't grow up playing these games and shit like this. And Sang Woo is going to take advantage of it. Like, oh, I'm about to, you know, play marbles. And then he literally puts the rocks in the bags. Like, oh, you about to find somebody else. And there's people not going to decide it. And we could just get their marbles or we could, you know, do something like this. We could play as a team. He lied to him, got him killed. The husband and wife, the wife loses. Gangwu, Gangwu, which is like the old man teams up with him because nobody was picking an old man. So of course, Jihyun is like, "Come on, let's play, bro. Let's let's do it." And realizes, "Oh man, only one of us is making it out." And because they share everything, and he cheated him, taking advantage of his dementia. And he was real. He was like, "Bitch, I I was with you the whole time." What I say? Oh no, you you tried to cheat me. I got let's play my one marble against all of your marbles. Then, shawty, get down and lay down. Wow. Okay. And then he's like, you cheated me. And then he just gives him the marble. We share everything. It doesn't matter. I, I was like, ah, please. No, we know later. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I know he's trying to like prove a point because definitely dude was definitely wilding. Like, that was some scam shit. And I could peep like he was because at first I thought it was for play play. But then they let on like, oh, it was a joke. So maybe he wanted to lean in to see how far it was going to go. Um, But y'all got to cut that shit out. So. We get on back, we see the situation with the VIPs, and then we know that there's a new level. And at this point, you have to basically make it from one side of the room to the next side of the room. That's essentially this game. But you have to cross the sheets of glass over like a really high, like between two posts. And so one of the glass is like a tempered glass, and it can withstand the weight of up to two people. And another glass is just the weight of one person, but it does not hold you, bitch. Like you will fall right on through. And so they, they're not marked. They're at anything. They're all clear in a room and full of lights are kind of doing a thing. And so with the, the picking process on this is like, of course, they walk into a room and there's like uh, a semicircle of mannequins and all the mannequins have a vest on and all of them are numbered with one for each remaining person at this point inside the Squid Games Championships.com. And so everyone pulls up, they get their hoodies. And if people mostly gravitate towards the middle numbers, I ain't gonna hold you. I was like, y'all should pick number five. If I would have picked number five, I definitely would have died. My first number was five. My next number was 13. So if I would have picked 13 first, I probably would have lived. I don't know. Uh, but definitely would have died if I went with number five. And so you find out because they do to share because at first everyone's like, oh, I don't know what to, you know, what to pick. And they're like, oh, okay, well, the ones in the, after the ones, Please note that all the numbers are will basically be the the order that you take a turn. And so they go, okay, cool. So you get to a situation where there's the first number and the last number. And this guy comes up because we're trying to figure out, like, Jin Hyun is, you see how he's so indecisive. And he's trying to, like, not even so indecisive, but he's probably trying to really overthink things. Or he's thinking about things, trying to think it through and understand, like, all right, well, I should do this and I should do that. And by the time he makes a move, like, people have already ran over and have grabbed the jerseys. The jerseys. Um, so he ends up being the last person because this other guy comes up and he's like, well, I want to be brave. 
um, because I usually hold under the back. I cower, I hide, um, I bitch up, and I don't want to do that no more. Like I want to try something new. And man, oh man, this was the time to Big be brave because no. Mistake. Big mistake. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. That that was a big fucking mistake. And he got to last, and that was a perfect time to go last. And they're hopping through, and most of them start dying, of course, because you don't, you know, you're gonna you're gonna die. Only three people make it out, and then we see that um Young is like, bitch, duck soup, duck soup, nah. I remember you betrayed me, bitch. You tried to play me, bitch. Me and you are about to die together, mama, because I know that I'm. if I go in front of you, I'm going to fall by myself and I'm not going to die for you. We dying together, baby. And they, she locks, holds on to him and slides back and they both fall. Amazing. I am moved. I was just like, wow. Once again, I would have definitely died. Um, only a handful of them make it through all the way to the end. A lot of people perish, unfortunately, but it definitely severely cuts the numbers down of everyone again. And I'm like, this this is wild. One thing you discover, especially after the night, just to back it up a little bit, when they were having that um that overnight fight, one, they counted that as a game. So there's actually seven games instead of six games. So there. And I was just like, all right, bitch, these people are going through it. Like, they deserve a break. And then two paired with one, all of the games are on the wall and have been behind the wall of all the beds and things. Like you can kind of see them a little bit when the beds are in place and you start to see the when the um the characters begin to create a fort like situation. Um so they can protect themselves at nighttime and you know kind of trying to sleep. They end up still sleeping in shifts because they want to keep their eyes on people because people cutting up and especially when you know that the powers that be are not going to step in to take care of you because they're just like, girl, I'm here. Y'all are here for entertainment purposes. And I'm just trying to make sure everything goes all right for the people that's paying the shadalas. Kind of like Furies, the Furies. If you haven't seen the Furies or Shudder, we talk about the movie all the time. Lots of blood, guts, and ass. Good time. But it's still the same kind of theme. Like there's somebody pulling the strings and, you know, a lot of horrific shit is happening um, just to entertain other people on some snuff shit. And they're paying money for this. And that's like literally what's happening in the Squid Game situation. Like you see that a lot in this VIP episode. Like they're trying to sexually assault the people who are, you know, serving the room. You walk in the room, bitch, there's human furniture. Like motherfuckers is dressed up like peacocks and, and cheetahs and shit. They cheetah girls and looking like when they went into audition for the motherfucker where it was cheetah around the world, but they was trying to not be cheetah girls. You know what I'm talking about? They had the mask on. Bruh, they had the body mask paint, on, bitch. Laying there, yes. just laying. Your job is to lay still and look pretty. And, and somebody put the their feet up. on you. Literally. I said, oh, it's getting freaky up in this room. Uh, mm, as people Bruh. are just plunging to their doom. Also, you know, I'm like, it's a whole lot of open booty holes in here. I feel like it's smelling a little wild in here. Because I'm like, dude, you ain't got nothing to Definitely smelling wild. Because I'm like, your booty hole is just open. It's t- I'm like, ooh, it's a lot. Mm, I, I, it's a lot going on in here. But even still, they was looking for... <laughs> For uh, Jun Ho the whole time, and he just slipped. He just slipped out the uniform, and now he in here with the mask. And his brother seen his ID and knows who it is. He ain't say nothing. He just like, you little motherfucker, you are in here somewhere. Come on, man, I gotta find your ass. Because when he looking in the files, he found out his brother won in twenty fifteen. So his brother's been missing for X amount of time, and his ass got did the games one, and is now. Not a player on the board, but orchestrating the whole board situation. I'm like, wow, you really, you stepped into the bad side. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
I'm crying because now that sounds gonna be stuck to my head for a real long time. And that was a girl. I love that soap opera ass moment. I love Korean movie slash shows because the drama, bitch. They can they will throw the drama is there. And so when we find out that they have this whole chase scene, because this is a whole part of like roughly of all of episode eight. Like, of course, we find out, like, see what happens to the other characters, but most of the story is kind of closing up the loop of what's going on with the policeman because we've been following the whole story when he's first interacted with Jin Hyun um, when he comes home the first time. Jin Hyun comes home and he uh, files a police report basically saying, girl, I was kidnapped. Air quotes, they drugged me. There was a lot of stuff without my consent. They tried to pay me for this. A whole bunch of people got shot and got went missing. And if you can't find them, that's where they are. And the police was not taking them seriously. All of them but one. Because he was trying to figure out where his brother was. So now when he figures out, like, damn, his brother won back in 2015, we as the viewers see that not only the first thing you see is, oh, damn, this goes back to 99. And then you realize, no, actually, bitch, as far as we know so far, it goes back to 88. Um, So they've been having these games. Like, big people been going missing. And that's wild because d- did anybody look for them, like, outside their family? So we see what happens to the brother and, you know, he essentially dies at the hands of his own brother, which sucks. Um, And then we find out, you know, a couple things, too, in the end, like the final game, the final showdowns at this point, because around episode eight, episode nine, this is when we're tying a lot of ends up, like we're ending these squid games. It's down to the final three when Sangwoo's bitch ass, first of all. Jin Hyun, he really spends a lot of time gassing up Sang Woo this entire They're from the same neighborhood. They know the same people. They went to school together. And Sang Woo is supposed to be the person from the neighborhood. They try to boost to the front. Like, oh, he made it out. He he got, you know, he went to school. You know, he they're really proud of him. Like, some people are probably talking now, but in most times we see him in positive light. And that's probably a lot of pressure on Sang Woo in addition to all the other bullshit he got going on. So, not to cape for him, but I, you know, hey. And so... Jin Hyun introduces him like that a lot of time, uh, not a lot of times, but a lot, like throughout the entire show. I'm crying throughout the entire show. Um, and Sang Woo is just like, girl, okay, uh huh. And then you find out the end how much of a scumbag ass bitch he really is. And a part of it, like, I'm just like, Ugh, I'm annoyed, but it's also bringing the drama, so I'm a little excited. But out of nowhere, like, you need to hear him. He said, "If he had a nerve to uh, stab, save y'all can the note in the throat, just quietly, like, bow, stab your ass." And I'm just like, damn, that's why I, like she can't right. breathe anymore. Like, it's over. And you didn't have to kill her even if you thought she was going to die. She Ugh. probably would have died on her own because after the glass exploded, she got injured. And she got cut because they, they get a fancy dinner. They all sit at the um, fucking table with suits on. They all get left with a steak knife. So it's implied that we want some, y'all to attack each other. And he's like, yep, let me. It, I mean, she was already dying. You know, look, it's just us now. Like, it, and you know it's going to be a loser. And when are you know, so it's going to be me and you and you know that you want to come out on top because you were willing to kill me. And guess what? Jihun still didn't kill him. Also, I don't think Jun Ho is dead because he gets shot in the shoulder. He falls in the water and we don't see his body. So I don't know yet. He could die, but he could pop back up. But I don't know. No, I'm walking with you. He didn't Mm -hmm. die on screen. Just like, what's my man? Il Nam did not die on screen because when we later find out, because we, that's we later find out y'all that, um... So after all of the Squid Games are over, Jin-Hyun comes out on top and he is the winner. He wins the Shmillion Dollars. He's dropped off on the curb on the ground, real disrespectful life, like he's not a millionaire. And then he has a fucking debit card in his mouth and he goes to the bank and finds out, damn, 
I got all these simoleons. I don't even know what to do. Let me go ahead and just, you know, take out uh, some dollars and go do a thing. And now you see like a year later, grief is really taking over him. He's probably got endless guilt. He's still doing down bad. And so we find out that he ends up reconnected with Ilnam. And that's when they reveal that they actually were the cre- like one of the people in charge of the whole shit, like puts them on like a final game task, which they actually win. And it's just a, it's a very interesting, cool scene, but also like you talk a lot about like the faith in humanity and what they expect people to do. And you know, that this, some, a lot of these things, like you thought that I was a person in this, in this game and you thought that I died and I did not because I've actually was a person who created the fucking game slash be involved with the shit, bitch. I'm on all the teams. I'm on the operations team, bitch. I'm on the management team. I'm actually HR nigga. Like I'm the executive director. You're I'm the every woman. We- it's all in me. It's all in me. Yes. Okay. And it's so much going on. I just it is. And I mean, of course, I need to talk about Jihaji Home One One because the yes. fact that he was he, he was about to end the game again. He said, No, fuck this money. I'ma end the game and me and my dog Sang Woo can both walk. And Sang Woo is like not today and stabs himself so that he can lose. And now Jihun has now won the money. And he don't spend no money. And the thing is the reach because he they buy some flowers from a lady and it's actually because they know he's a good person. They know he go about to buy this flower. And it's a little jank on here with the PlayStation fucking symbols. Come on, I'm back. And we learned that Ilnam just said everything was because it was fun. I was so bored with my money that I decided to play these games because I wanted to have, I had so much fun. You almost died, but maybe they would have never killed him, you know, because he gets shot off screen. You think it's a weighted, weighty moment during the season thinking he dead and you know, he been guilty. He's like, you don't need, you can spend the money. I ain't dead, nigga. I ain't dead. You ain't really killed nobody to be quite honest. Oh, I'm over it. I'm, I promise you, I was kind of stone facing the ending because at this point, like, it gave Sun Jin Hyun all the things that he needed to, like, push forward and make good choices. But then we see in the end, like, motherfucker for what? Because he gets a bad bitch makeover. He going in. Yes, he got the anime, in the anime red hair. <laughs> Girl. 2002. When the camera pans up to see that motherfucker red ass hairstyle, first of all, I was like, "Where are the where's the Asian representation?" Let's start there. And then two pair was one. I was like, "Yeah, that is a good choice, though. The hair color, not not everything else." And so they put he gets a side take the hair. I'm like, "This is a look." He gives money back. He takes care of Sangwoo's mom. Um, he takes care of Sebyuk's uh, brother because he makes promises to them that he will support their family. So he pays his debt off of that, like takes care of them, sets them up for success. And then, you know, who knows? We don't really get closure about their own, their personal debt, his personal debt right now because he owed people money. I don't want to assume he paid it off because we didn't see that happen. Unless we get like a side piece saying, okay, so he paid it off camera. I guess, girl, I'm not pressed. Well, um, he's still alive because he sounded away his liver and stuff. And I'm sure they would have found his ass. So, Or maybe the Squid Game people paid his debtors off. I don't know. Uh, he Because he was like, maybe I'll just let them kill me. And he was like, no, we're not going to let you die, buddy. But his mom passed. He came home yeah, and that mom was there. I I was like, bro, and Sang Woo was have you heard from Sang Woo? And he just literally watched Sang Woo kill himself. I'm like, oh God. And this is why he was like, I feel guilty. I cannot spend this money. But then you go to see his daughter. Here's the thing. Gong Yu from um Train of Busan is literally right there again, slapping people in the face. And he's like, not again. He stops. He's about to go to see his daughter's birthday. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm about to pull up on your bitch ass. Uh-uh. 
I'm coming to you. And he does. He doesn't He doesn't catch him and get on a train. But then he said, no. It pulls the anime character and goes, I can't forgive you. You know, anytime we get to the anime where the character say, I can't forgive you, it's about to be a fight to the death. I'm about to take you and this whole Operation Down Beach. You know they mean fucking business. I will not rest until you are thwarted, bitch. I'm tired of all of your bullshit. And I will also wonder if the pictures from Jung Ho, like, got sent to the police. Like, what happened? Like, we don't know what's oh about God, to unfold yes. with, um... Um, season two because I'm like ooh what, what will go on I hope it made it because he was pressing, pressing send like shit and it looked like some of them went through some of them have the exclamation point like no nah, I don't think this is going to work and some of them things was going through because then he had to retap it so I was like okay cool I personally would have just dropped my location I would have just dropped my pin and called it a day or shared my shit um, shout out to the iPhone because as soon as I get service it says where you can last find me if you share your location with people I know tinfoil hat. Ooh, don't share your face with the government with newsflash, bitch. They already got newsflash, buddy. They already have it. Okay, they they already have the things. But I'm also excited. I'm really I'm pissed that he gave up being a family man to go beat the man. And I'm just like, this was not it. And they on the phone talking some turn around, don't get off the airplane. He was like, fuck that. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, go get on the airplane. Like you right. can literally go see your daughter first because they they're watching you. They know you. And if they know where your daughter lives, they probably go fuck around with that fuck around and harm them because you want to fucking play these fucking games. Go see your daughter on her birthday. At the very minimum, go see her one more time and go ahead and give some money up. Pay for her college and shit before you decide to go jump in these games again because this is out of control. Period. Um, I also want to know, or I'm curious as to whether this story existed before midsummer i'm I'm having please let me know if there's another kind of movie or some corner sort of situation where people you know like just go oh i have this is what's happening on the wall kind of in the background because i was like i wonder what came first this or that either or i'm into it yeah yeah i i'm excited yeah i'm excited they could go anywhere they could start off with a whole new game because you know the front man everybody else is still here they could just start with a whole new character and be like yep this mm-hmm. is going on, and maybe um, Ji Hyun might be playing the game with the new characters we meet, and maybe he make it, maybe he don't. Maybe we don't know. We don't know. Um, maybe I know they cross that, paths. That'd be fun. Yeah, and I know. Uh, would you survive in these games? Because the only one I think I would survive is Red Light, Green Light, and possibly I, the Honeycomb one next. But Tug of War would have been a toss up. Definitely I don't, I, don't. I think that pending who I was partnered with for Marvels. You know, I liked all all the next level games. If you were playing regular Degular Marbles, because, you know, they had some other games going on. They was playing Uno. That's basically what they was playing over in that level. Okay. Every man for themselves. We all playing different levels. It don't it do not matter. New rule, new person. Um, It do not matter. (laughs) Maybe most likely Red Light, Green Light, because that is a game I'm actually good at. That is it. But um, my question for you is, or out loud, if you had to choose six games, five in a free round, like what would they be? Because we already know that um, we would not be participating in any of these games. So that's actual factuals. I'm going to go with mine first. So my first game would be dodgeball. We would do like a circle dodgeball. So all the people stand around that circle and everyone is in the center. And that's how we're getting each other out. Game number two is four corners. Game number three is the Kerplunk. And how that setup is like, it's like a tube situation and there's different like pegs and stuff that crisscross applesauce that kind of create a barrier like a dam. And there's a bunch of balls or marbles at the top. And when you take each piece out, 
you um some marbles may or may not fall down the pot the the point is to have basically the most sticks or whatever but the least little balls in your in marbles in your end so kerplunk that's how that goes yes i'll be playing those games rule number four is uno i'm a person that plays um stacks pile on might even do color might even do numbers bitch i'll be doing everything and definitely an elimination round um and so in this uno you cannot put draw twos on top of draw fours i don't know who raised you girl because that's not it i mean it, i do not raised care. by wolves because what I, what is that who did like that? i be, like what i don't understand and then my right my number five game would be jacks because we gotta throw it back i love jacks it's a good time i'm so serious um and my final game is pickup sticks you and this fucking pickup sticks my goodness Bitch, I... I won. You're definitely winning because I don't know how to play most of those games. Like shit, like backgammon. I never. I don't, who play? How do you play Yahtzee? How the fuck do you play Yahtzee? Okay, Zamina knows how to play backgammon. Wow, I am impressed. But Zamina's fucking cool. So there's that. that. It's because her granddaddy showed her how to play. That's so cute. Now <laughs> I'd be like, my daddy stay trying to push backgammon on somebody. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I got like half these rules. It's a lot of it's a lot of movement on this board. Where do I go? There's where's free parking? Oh my god. Well, all right. So I because you know if you guys are listening, shout out to y'all. This is take two of this episode. I had some games from the first time, but I don't remember. But I know for a fact in no order because I don't know what order. But we're definitely playing tag. I fucking love tag, okay. But we're playing tag in the way that if you use GimKit, where y'all are on teams, and every like forty five seconds or like maybe you would get a minute, and you would have to tag someone else, and y'all whole team is it. If you tag them, they're out. And, you know, we know what happens when you get eliminated. But then once that time is up, it's now the other team's turn. They're it and you have to run away and they will come get you. So if you're the time run out and you're already about to tag someone, they could just turn around and tag your ass. And now you're eliminated. Boom, pow, surprise. think that would be a great. I think that'd be a fun first game because uh, so many people are going to get eliminated. I would do, you know, hands off at 85. It's going to be that little jam. I don't know what that's called, but the little categories, you lose that. Boom. You're out. We'll play for a time limit. So whoever is still in, like you gonna play in teams and y'all think y'all gonna play together and really y'all eliminate each other. Wow. Wow. I love that game, honestly. Wow, yes. Uh definitely playing Uno. Um, and you play mm-hmm. maybe a team of four and the win the first person out wins and the other three, you're out. Damn. Then, wow, yeah. We're going we gotta cut these numbers down. We gotta cut these numbers down. <laughs> Damn, I had some rounds. You was like, nah, fuck y'all. No. Um, sorry, guys. Hate that for you, but yeah, you're Yikes. kind of out now. Sorry. Um, I think I would do... Uh, oh, the game was in my head. Okay. Super Smash Brothers, right? Yes. You play Super like Smash Brothers. Like a championship? Brothers. Yeah, best out, of like, best out of like three or some shit. Mm-hmm. And you play X amount of rounds of that. And boom. Okay. And you play with like three people or something like that. I don't know. Make it a small enough team where you can't. It's just not a bunch of people going wild. But yeah. Um. I would probably because I got like oh I got two more I got two more games. Okay. I think that I need something a little bit more because I'm like I can't keep giving everybody these computer games. Uh. But I don't play a lot of games. I play be playing the same kind of get laser tag. Laser tag would be a great one to add in. 
I think that got to be towards the beginning where you got a good amount of people. Like the games where you need to play with three or four people that need to go. And then my final game is going to be Monopoly. Whoever is left, because there's not going to be more than eight people left at this point. But if you got like two, at least two, y'all are about to play Monopoly and you're going to play it's Marathon. So if you're bleeding out, you better hope this game is over quick and you know it's not about to be because it's going to take you the next eight hours to play this game. You cannot kill people. You have to play the game. You better not land on motherfucking boardwalk, bitch. I'm a fan and I'm actively participating. So count me in. Not like this. Not with no Squid Game shit. I'm ready to just play Monopoly any other time Bruh. because nobody plays with me. I would play Monopoly with you, but also when do we have fucking eight hours, Kathleen? You know we need... Wait till Christmas. Maybe we should play during Christmas break. That might be a Maybe, time. because I would stop asking this million people. I'm, I'm going to come to your house literally at 1030 like in the morning. I'm like, all right. So we're going to start now you so we can like be now. done. We gotta start. It's gonna be a full work day of us uh, drinking eggnog and playing fucking. And I feel like you got the cool edition oh, boards. Don't you got like the Simpsons drink? Or, like, don't you got like I cool editions? Game of Thrones Monopoly. I Fuck have yes. SpongeBob Monopoly. Okay. I have regular Degular Monopoly. I have you know with the money bag. Um, I also have Oogie Boogie Operation. I would love to play that. Um, we're also overdue for a puzzle. Um. I've got plenty. Yeah. I'm I'm down for it. Me and Kat will have but the puzzle yes. on the uh, coffee table. We would just, have, the days will go by, you know, independently, we would just go days up and work on it. <laughs> we would just go work on it independently sometimes together. Like, hmm, I'm just going to put a new piece on it. You come back and look, oh, I see that Kathleen has added four new pieces. Oh, she finished that corner over I here. <laughs> just fixing the puzzle as you go. My um, brain, maybe that's what I need to do to settle my brain because sometimes I be getting scared of brain and the puzzle will help me get it back together. You know, notes for self. Notes that's for why self, I play Candy but... Crush and Homescape, Gardenscape, Zoo, the little Zooscape, whatever. I be playing all them janks. But what games would y'all play? Like, if you <laughs> had to set the games up, what are y'all games? What Pokemon games would Yellow. you win? Yes, Pokemon Yellow. I would lose that. But okay, I would lose the Pokemon games. I like the Pokemon 64, Pokemon Stadium. I like the little side games. Those are my favorite. Okay. The look at tongue jank where you eat the food. That's my favorite game. I That's love so that. Fun. Oh, it's so cute. Um, but what games would y'all play? What games would you make it through? Have you seen this? Please, Abby, if you're all the way here, you should be stopping this to press play on this because it's fucking great. We want to know your thoughts on this show because it's great. Um, you can hit us up at Girl That Scary on Twitter and Instagram. You can pull up on our website, www.girlthatscary.com. You can also pull up on our Patreon where we have polls. Um, they voted on it 1990. So you wow. can... Yep, a monthly poll where you can vote on any tier. We have early access. We have a Discord. All kinds of fun stuff, though. If you want to sign up there, it's www.patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. Pull up on us and let us know how you feel about Squid Game. Because when this shit first came out, everybody was tweeting about this shit. And I was like, I have not watched this yet. I'm going to pretend all I knew was the old man was going to be pivotal and Ali was that nigga. That's all I knew. I was, it was like, yeah, Ali. Straight Still up. Still upset about that. Very upset Pissed. about Ali's character. Even the way they talk about him and about. treat him, treat him like he's stupid. I don't like that. And he's already dealt with a whole lot. And he was not getting paid for like six months. I hope hard, far. I hope, because he took that money and said, fuck y'all, get on this plane. I hope they made it back to um their families so like somebody can support them. Because In Pakistan, please, Jesus. Yes. There was so much going on. But yes, Thank please you. watch the show. Let us know what you think. And until next time, y'all. Bye. bye.
Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.